Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Hello, welcome back to Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. My name is Aaron. I am a co-host here with Dr. Banning. And if I'm talking a little fast today, we just completed our coffee, uh, our, our Saturday morning tradition of, of getting coffee before the show. But Dr. Banning's sitting right across from me. Uh, how are you, Dr. Banning? Hey, I'm doing great, man. I enjoyed our coffee break. Uh, I did feel my age this morning. <laughs> we went uh, to a it's pretty hipster uh, area. I kind of felt my age, too. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, playing Jimi Hendrix. And I was hoping to go to a place that was kind of calm and relaxing, you know. Mm, not but, this morning. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, different strokes for different folks. We're kind of doing a thing where we're trying all the coffee uh, shops around Nashville, w- one a week. And it's been a lot of fun so far. We're, we're up to number uh, – this was number four, I believe, or three. Yeah. This was number three. Yeah, and the other thing is is, is uh, we practice here in White House, Tennessee, and you'll get on the White House Facebook page, and everybody's complaining, you know, well, there's no good places to eat or have coffee or this or that. So after we're done, we'll say, should you leave White House for this place? Yeah. And on the place we went to today, Barista's, um, the – sausage egg and cheese biscuit was pretty good i don't think you could find one uh here in white house that okay. was that good um it was way better than a, a fast food restaurant place yeah it looked and it looked, looked pretty wholesome the mm-hmm. bread was good i only had the the, the one b- part of the one one part of the biscuit but that was the first time i'd ever left my coffee yeah, you left half a cup of coffee. Yeah, and I felt bad about it. I almost wanted to choke it down. <laughs> or kind of pour, a, a creature pour it in habit. a plant. <laughs> yes, but um, the latte that I had with, uh, they didn't have heavy cream, but they had whole milk, um, was not as good as uh, the ones here at Authentic Coffee or the one at Milo's in Portland. Okay. And then the, the, the one thing, though, tell them about your tea that you had. That was I had a cup of tea this morning that was probably the best cup of tea I ever had. Blue cream tea. Yeah. Delicious. Yeah. So you were excited about that. So you, you, you definitely don't think you could find that in White House. I've never had it anywhere. I, I plan on going back for, for more tea. Do you? If well, they'd have sold the Leafs, I would have bought some. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I won't be going, I won't be leaving White House for that place. Okay. So. Well, this week, our topic's not coffee, although it's fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Our topic is high-tech headaches. So, what do you, can you, what is a high-tech headache? <laughs> well, I guess five years ago, ten years ago, we would call these high-tech headaches. Now, they're just average headaches. But um, let me give you a little science project. Take a bowling ball and put it on the end of a stick or a rod and attach it to that sticker rod and make that sticker rod so it's extremely mobile and make it stationary or remain attached to that that uh, that rod or stick and, and, and continue to be very mobile for 75 years and that's what the head is to the spine. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's an engineering uh, marvel really if you think about it. So I had a, I had a visual while you were describing that of, of a pull cue with a bowling ball on the tip of it and you're walking around holding the the base of the pull cue kind of like that but the way it works is you know if 
Let's just pretend you had a bowling ball on your desktop and you're trying to keep it from rolling. Okay. What would you do? I would place things around it. Right. At the base of it. Right. And so that's the way our our head and our neck are tied together. The, the neck, actually, all of your root rotation, when you turn your head to the right and to the left, 70% of that movement takes place at the very top bone of your spine, which is called the atlas. Now, in Greek mythology, atlas held the world up. So that's Greek, uh, a lot of an- anatomical language is Greek, and so the atlas is C1. That's the top bone that ties into your skull. And they, your skull has these things that are called, there's a bone in your skull called the occiput that has these condyles. A condyle is a round knuckle-shaped mm-hmm. thing, and those condyles fit in a concave thing, um, which the atlas has two of them. Okay. And so the atlas sits on top of your spine with this, these condyles gliding inside of a concave surface that's that's on the uh, atlas bone, that top bone. And so you can imagine still all the connections, the ligament connections. The ligaments connect bones together. They, okay. They're our connectors. And then the muscles that hold things together. And just think about this. Uh, you know, when you hear something, what do you do? You're, you're on a swivel. You turn your head. Um, when you chew, that's all tied into the skull and C1. And so go ahead and take this thing and tilt your head down and just think about how much stress that creates on the top of that joint. That's, that's called the atlanto-occipital joint. That's right at the base of your skull. In other words, if you were to take your finger, go to the back of your skull, you'll feel a bump. That's on your occiput. That's called the external ox, EOP, external occipital protuberance. But basically, that's a landmark. And you come right down, you'll feel a hollow just underneath the edge, the bottom edge of that yeah, skull. I got it. That's that's right where that joint is. And you come around to the side, around your ear, you'll feel a bump down there. And just below that bump is, is, is the tip of the atlas. But that's all just highly sensitive uh areas that are responsible for balance are responsible for uh you know uh your brain stem is right there so breathing respiration heart rate and all that business and uh, so it's a highly functional area anatomically with our nervous system but you can really mess it up by looking down okay by looking down anytime you're sitting in a chair and you're looking at a device it'll it'll create stress on that area so people will come into our office and they'll be like, oh, I've got this pain right at the base of my skull. It's like, oh, okay, well, let's see if there's any contributing factors. And I'm not asking them how many hours a day they spend on their devices, but I typically will ask them, you know, what do you do at work? And if they sit at a desk, um, then I'll, I have been asking more, how many screens do you look at? Because when they're sitting in a desk and they're looking at two, three, four screens, their head's on a swivel. Yeah, that makes sense. Then you put glasses on there. Okay, and if they're nearsighted, what are they doing? They're looking through those transitional glasses. They're tucking their, they're tucking their head. Yeah, that's right. And tucking and looking down. You know, I do that. Do you? Yeah. So eventually what's going to happen is it's going to create so much stress on that little joint right there that um, it just wasn't designed to do that, but it's, it's going to create stress and headaches. Okay. And so... That's the cause. So we call it a high-tech headache. Well, that makes sense. So so it's a headache caused mainly by using high-tech devices. But nowadays, you said 
it's pretty normal devices. Yeah, it's it's no longer high tech. It's everybody's got them now. Yeah, you know, everybody's got the the devices to look at, and so if you're looking at a device during the day, and then you come home and look at a device, you're really putting some stress on that area. And um, the the solution is not high tech. The solution is really simple. You know, just stop doing it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> stop. It. Yeah. High tech headaches. Low tech solutions. I, I don't mean yeah. I don't mean stop. You know, stop your job. But there's things that you can do that will help it. But there's. I don't think there's any way that you can look at a device an hour or two hours when you come home at night. Mm-hmm. over a period of time and not develop some type of a headache or some type of a neurological problem that's affecting your your head or your neck. Yeah, it's interesting. It is, but we just call this normal. Yeah, I do that. You yeah. know, I look at two screens during the day at my desk at the office, and then I come home and look at my laptop screen for yeah. an hour or two every night. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, and some people uh, are more prone to developing these problems than others, but you see kids nowadays, you know, they – They'll take a, I don't know. They'll they'll take a, they, they can just pick up a iPad or a phone and and just run it oh, like yeah. it's like it's nothing. Yeah, you know. But that that forward head posture, that tilting of the head forward to the side and all that, that just creates a tremendous amount of stress in that area. And so we'll get people to come in, and they'll have these headaches, and they might think it's genetic. They might think it's this or that, but it's really based on what they're doing. It's their environment, their activities that they're doing every day. So. And they can be pretty serious. I mean, you can get jaw problems. You can get dizziness. The dizziness is horrible for some people. Um, you know, the, the headaches can be bad enough to where, you know, they, they, they miss work or they'll get on some kind of a pain medication. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, and pain medication is horrible, um, especially when it's not addressing the cause of the problem. So um, that's just why I thought about that. And I have struggles with it myself, you know, um, I'll come home and at the end of the day, I'll, you know, sit down and I'll be looking at my iPad and I'll be doing research or trying to read something. And it's like, good night. If I do a lot of this or I really get involved in it, I'll start to develop a headache. And, um, you know, so I know a lot of people are, are having to deal with that. So that's why I wanted to talk about it. So, you know, if you do this for a long time, for many, many, many years, I mean, you can really develop some chronic issues. It can create a lot of, a lot of, a lot of problems. Well, I, I come from the graphic design field. That's what I do during the day. And there's a lot of us and a lot of us out there that have spent years at a desk, mm-hmm. head tilted, looking at at least two screens. Yeah. And, you know, along with that too, um, you can get carpal tunnel, you can get neck pain and shoulder pain and that kind of thing. But, uh, you know, so, so the headaches are a big deal just because, um, you know, I think most people can deal with severe lower back pain for a period or neck pain for a period. But man, when you have a severe headache, it'll put you down. Yeah. It will destroy you. Oh yeah. I I can't function. Yeah. With the bad headache. And so I would say, um, you know, the most popular reason people come into us, or the most common reason is, is lower back pain, um, and then followed by neck and headaches, but the neck and headaches can come together with the with the high-tech neck mm-hmm. uh, problems, because you get a neck problem, then you start getting muscle spasms, you get muscle contraction headaches, 
And those are the same type of headaches you get with, you know, the swivel head where the head's moving around, your, 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 your muscles start to get sore and they get tight and then they compress around those nerves and blood vessels at the base of your skull and you get those headaches. That doesn't sound good at all. No. That <laughs> sounds miserable. Yeah. No, so so if you're somebody that's, you know, really high intensity, looking at a lot of screens or looking at a lot of devices when you come home, I mean, if you don't want to change what you're doing, expect to have headaches, expect to have problems with that. And so there's a couple of options, things that you can do that are somewhat holistic. Um, you know, there's these roll-ons that we'll give some of our patients. It's uh, this roll-on that we have here that I like. It's called Active Relief. It's called Hemp Meds Active Relief. It's a roll-on. You basically just roll it on the base of your skull, and uh, the hemp inside of there, along with the other things in it, uh, helps to relax the muscles. Now, it's not going to correct the problem, but it'll give you temporary relief. There's hemp inside, so do you get the munchies uh, after you roll it on? You know, (laughs) (laughs) I took the place of my dad there for a minute. Yeah, the munchies. (laughs) Sorry about that. Uh, you, you might. <laughs> Hemp and marijuana are not the same thing. I have to yeah. I have to remind my father of that sometimes. Let me see if there's side effects. <laughs> oh, munchies is one Yes, of the side I told you. So Doritos, you need a bag of Doritos. <laughs> what about munchos? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take us down yeah. that, that uh Yeah, you're pulling that me road. down the path. But hey, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, any kind of uh, topical ointment that contains, contains peppermint or some of these hemp meds, these are these are pretty good uh, to reduce that stress there. But um, there's some exercise that you can do too. Um, you know, I call one the chicken head, where you basically <laughs> take your chin and pretend it's being pulled back by a string. Okay, backwards, not yeah, or and, and you can go and forwards. forwards. You can okay. go forward too. But if you're really sore when you're doing that, there's a really good chance you got a lot of strain and stress on that joint. And um, you can get arthritis in that joint, too, to where it really creates a lot of problems. That's no good. Yeah. So if you get a lot of crepitus when you do that type of a movement there, um, that tells me something's probably not lined up like it should be. Um, But you should be able to do that really easily and freely. Um, That's a sign that that joint's working properly. If if you have a hard time doing that, that joint's out of alignment. And, uh, you know, a medication's not going to realign that. You need to go to a chiropractor that can adjust that and align that for you and take the stress off of that part of your neck or the base of your skull okay and relieve those headaches i see why you call it chicken neck now i feel like a chicken when i'm doing that pretty much yeah you know, i like pecking yeah, yeah exactly yeah <laughs> well i don't i don't really feel much pain doing that so but That's i have good. a chiropractor so there you go okay yeah <laughs> yeah excellent so, so um what do you do for someone? What, if someone came in on their first visit complaining of, of high tech headaches or just headaches, and then you you kind of diagnose them as high tech headaches, do you immediately go to uh, to the solution, the rub on, or do you is it something that can be taken care of with adjustments or both? Well, that's a great question. Um, what we do first is we look at their history. We look at their histories, find out if they had any concussions, if they played a lot of you know sports collision sports like football, baseball, even basketball and soccer. And um, then from there, you look at, you know, history of strokes, things like that. And you ask them questions. I'll ask them questions. They got problems with their vision, with their hearing, balance issues. How often do you have a headache? What number is it? Does it keep you from sleeping? Are they taking medications for headaches? And there's certain medications that can cause headaches. So we get a good history on them there. And then we take a, a picture of their neck. And when you take a picture of their neck, you have them bend forward and backwards. And 
most of the time, I mean, it's so common that people have these misalignments because they've been exposed to trauma. I mean, right when you're born, that joint gets abused. Oh, that's true. Because they yeah. pull on that neck and turn it and twist it, and they use the head to pull on it, and they put about 60 to 70 pounds on that. And that's just part of the process of birth, you mm-hmm. know. We call that subluxation at birth, but the thing is, is, uh, yeah, we adjust them, and they get better. Okay. Yeah, they get better. Nice. Yeah. I know if, if anybody experiencing severe headaches will go to any lengths to get relief. Yeah. I, I, there's, a, there's a special place in my heart for people that have headaches because I've just, they're just horrible. They can't handle the light. Uh, they can't work. Yep. They stay at home. They don't participate with with anything. With I, can't, I can't imagine. Yeah. I think I've told you before. I may have mentioned it on the show. I've had one migraine in my life. Don't know mm-hmm. how I got it. Don't know what, what was the cause. But I never want another one. Yeah. We had a guy just recently. I'll give you his history. Um, he was playing football. And he did a head-on tackle with some guy. And he fractured the guy's three ribs. But he was in a neck brace for three or four weeks. This was in high school. And this happened probably about 10 to 13, probably about 12 years ago, I'm guessing. And he'd had headaches ever since. Wow. Just horrible headaches. Horrible, horrible, horrible headaches. And so, you know, we went through the day one with him. We showed him where his problems were. And uh, we adjusted him on the first day. And he, he just was, uh, he was like laughing. Are you serious? Usually, uh, sometimes when you adjust something that's been stuck for such a long time, you'll get an emotional response. They'll either laugh or they'll cry or they'll smile. It's it's really fun to watch, but that, that happened with him. And uh, Let's see. We went through the first phase of care. We're working on the second phase where we're working on strengthening and stabilizing that, but he has not had a headache. That's got to um, be amazing. And he's had headaches all of his life. Yeah. So imagine, you know, we talked about, you know, what's it like when you come home? Um, I go straight to bed. What's it like with your kids? Well, I'd like to coach their baseball team or their football team, but I can't because yeah. I have headaches. So we're changing that family's life just by helping this guy with his headaches. That's amazing. So I'm going to have him on a video here pretty soon on oh, a YouTube good. video, but he's just a great guy. Maybe we can have him on the show. I'd like to hear from him. Oh, we probably could. He's pretty busy. He's pretty busy. <laughs> now you know, that he's, he's moved. <laughs> he's, well, yeah, he's got the kids, and he likes to you know coach their, their, uh, their sports sporting events and stuff but uh you know yeah he's a he's a really neat guy but i can imagine if you if you had a whole life of headaches and then all of a sudden something made him go away that would be just i mean that's like winning the health lottery to me it's just like amazing for for me it's like the lottery yeah because i love helping people i love making a difference in people's lives and i love seeing it. our whole staff loves it too it's just so exciting to be a part of that now this is the crazy thing there's thousands of people out there like that, but guess what they're doing? What? Medicating. They're taking drugs. Yeah. Okay. And um, when I say taking drugs, they're not getting to the cause of the problem. That's what's so frustrating right. for me. It's covering up. You know, I was born to do this job and help people with these problems, but they're not getting into the chiropractors like they need to be. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you a little story about, you know, some of these medications people are taking. We had a gal come in here. She was a patient of mine 20 years ago when we were at Rivergate. And she came in up here, and I didn't recognize her, but her speech, she slurred her speech. And this person was had a CDL license. They drove a bus, 
mm. not for schools, um, out at the airport. Ooh. The thing that really stood out to me, I didn't know what to think of this patient. I really didn't. You know, when, when you talk to somebody initially, you want to figure out so- socially, psychologically where they're at, if mm-hmm. they're all there. You know, I couldn't figure that out with her. And I realized she'd been to the pain clinic, and she, I, was, I was asking her just, and she was just sharing this with me. She says, well, when I go to the pain clinic, they give me the, the medications, the pain medications, and they just tell me to get out. Good they don't grief. do any exams on her at all. And then she went to PT, and she says PT costs 170 a visit. Are you serious? None, yeah, none of that was helping her. And guess what else she does? She drives a cement truck. Good night. A concrete truck, okay? <laughs> so I know a little bit about concrete trucks because I've got patients that do it, but that is a demanding job. Yeah. So right away, I knew this lady was a hard worker. She had two jobs. So when you drive a cement truck, you when you drop that truck off, you have to back it up to where it needs to be put so you can take the cement and put it right where it needs to be. You have to take those chutes off. You have to climb up on a truck, take them off, assemble them, mm-hmm. and then you have to operate the truck and have the cement go down exactly where it needs to go down those chutes. After you're done with that, you may have to help level. You may have to help a lot of things. It's a very physical job. Then you wash off the chutes. Yeah. You disassemble them, and you put them back on. Now, the chutes are heavy. They're heavy. She's doing that, and she her speech is slurred. This is not a drug addict. This is a hardworking person that's doing everything that they can to make a living. And she's taking opioids. Mm. Okay. Oh, man. That's and so bad. at that point, I just realized this is really a sad situation because our whole staff was like, what is up with this gal? She, she's not there. And she's taking opioids and she's running heavy equipment. That's dangerous and yeah. sad. And so Both. my thing is, is let's adjust you. Let's get rid of that stress on your neck and going up into your head and get you off these opioids. That would be a blessing. Yeah. You know, the, 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 our country's finally coming to grips with the bad news that opioids really are. Well, this is a sad part. You know what they're doing? You know what Big Pharma's done now? No, no doubt. They've come up with a drug to get people off opioids. <laughs> Seriously. That's, I you know, that's not surprising. I can't make it up. I, it's. I have the article somewhere. I didn't even want to read it. It just made me sick. I bet. But that's what's happening right now. And so I'm not, the chiropractors are not seeing enough of these patients in their offices because the chiropractic is a drugless solution for healing, getting your nervous system working better, taking the stress off of the nerves. We're not seeing enough people. That's what's sad. That is sad. That really is. Yeah. Because there's so much that, in my own life, there's so much you've helped me with. I've never been on opioids, never never would. Had somebody, I don't think I've ever taken an opioid in my life. But, I haven't either. Um, I, I know they're super addictive, and people get addicted on their pain pills, and they the prescription runs out. A lot of these folks end up hitting the streets to, to get their fix. Yeah. And these are professional people. There's a... a uh, I did an interview one time with a fellow that went from federal uh, prosecutor to federal prison. He was a federal prosecutor, top of the line, had a back injury and was on um, opioids. His prescription ran out and he ended up going to the streets to find uh, his opioids and ended up in prison. Yeah, he's got a book out that's very interesting, um, but it's... if it can happen to a federal prosecutor, it can happen to anybody. Yeah. I have a friend who is a physician 
and uh, he went four wheeling, and he rolled his four wheeler, and he had he, he had he had a compression fracture in his spine. He went to the emergency room; they treated him like a dope addict. Mm. And the guy was he was a physician, and he had not ever taken any medication or anything like that. Um, and they just thought he was there for medication, oh my for pain medication. Yeah. And he begged him to take an X-ray, and they found a compression fracture in his spine. And so, with his compression fracture, he started taking uh, pain medication. He got hooked on the medication, and he about lost his practice, his family, and everything. And he ended up turning everything around, and everything's great. But this guy was a man of great character, great integrity, uh, great mental strength and uh you know when i saw that with him i thought you know i'm really fortunate i've never had to think about taking medication but and we've had a we had a patient once that had back surgery that failed and he got on a lot of pain medication and it got so bad when this they leave them uh, sometimes they'll leave these people hanging uh, no more medication. Right. That's Sorry. that's what happens. Yeah. yeah. And your insurance doesn't cover it, and it's about six hundred a month or or a thousand a month. Or those are small numbers. Okay? Yeah. And this guy ended up holding up a Walgreens. Yeah. To get the medication, he ended up spending seven or eight years in a prison in Knoxville. Now, see, that's the same story from from the guy I interviewed. He ended up robbing banks. Yeah. Uh, to to to. And he was a good guy. He was a yeah. federal prosecutor. Yeah. So that just goes to show you that the 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 bad behind this stuff. But big farmers pushing it daily, <laughs> and now they've they got the cure for yeah. if you've if you've got to. Well, they're they're oh, pushing yeah. they're pushing vaccinations, mandatory vaccinations, right. without consent for adults down to children. Yeah, right now yeah, that's, that's what they're doing. That's, that's in bad. the bills. Yeah, so. It's scary. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing is, if you have a plan on how to take care of yourself and if you're, you're daily working on your health and uh, your nutrition, your exercise, and you're getting your nervous system adjusted and worked on, um, it's going to make things a lot easier so you don't have to sit there and rely on medication for every little symptom that comes down to pike. I agree. Okay, let's wrap up, and let's say somebody's listening to this show, and I hope they are. And they, they're suffering from headaches. Maybe it's not daily, but maybe it's weekly. Or it could be daily. Maybe somebody's listening. What's step one? Well, step one is to find out what's causing it. And that would um, be? Well, this is the thing. You go to a, your, your medical doctor, and the medical doctor's got a good place. Uh, they're great to you know take care of you and everything, but the medical doctor doesn't have any idea about what a misalignment is in the neck. They weren't yeah. trained for that. That's where all our training was, uh, is is finding these misalignments and correcting them yeah and being able to determine if this is from a misalignment or if it's from something else and so you know if they're having a lot of these issues they need to go to a chiropractor now they need to talk to some friends and find out who they have gone to and who they really like and uh, you know this is me go to a chiropractor that takes x-rays yeah that's important uh there are some out there that do not take x-rays um you know, it just makes no sense to me, but there are a few out there that don't. But I would go to somebody that uh, takes x-rays and somebody that's gotten good results with patients with headaches. And okay. it, won't, it won't be hard to find somebody like that. And if you're in the Middle Tennessee area, we hope you'll uh, you'll, you'll consider White House chiropractic and, and health care and nutrition for, for your, your headache help. 
Uh, check us out. You can find us on the internet, whitehousechiropractic.com. All of our information's there, phone number, um, address, everything. Now, if you're not in the Middle Tennessee area, if you're listening to us in a different, different state or maybe a different country, feel free to drop us a line on the website. Just uh, click on the contact sheet there, leave us a message. We'll get back to you probably through email. What we may answer it here on the on the podcast if it's a good good interesting question. Either way, we'll get back with you. And Doctor Banning can recommend uh, good quality uh, chiropractic care just about anywhere. But again, if you're in the Middle Tennessee area, we'd love to see you. Check us out WhitehouseChiropractic.com. Anything else, Dr. Banning, before we cut out? No, that's about it right there. Looking forward to coffee next week with you and uh, another super episode. Yes. Tune back in. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you next week. 